What is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Moto Outsider. In this video, we are covering everything Hayden Deegan cleaning out Jordan Smith in the heat race, the 250 main event, Tomac's neck injury, Aaron Plessinger's heartbreak, Cooper Webb now leading the 450 championship series. And if you stick around to the end of this video, we will tell you where we have been and more importantly, what's going on with our 1000 subscriber giveaway. As always though, I am joined by my beautiful long-haired co-host, Chris Baird. How are you, man? I'm um, great, Matt. How are you today? Dude, I can't complain. It's cold down here in Florida. Not nearly as cold as what you guys have up north, and I know you've been out west, but it's a, it's a chilly one down here, dude. It is, and it's the first day of spring I heard, so I don't know what's going on, but we need to turn the temperatures up a little bit, maybe crank the dial, because it, it was cold today. Yeah, dude, but you want to know what was cold and who's got ice in their veins, because it ain't me. Oh, It's Hayden oh. Deegan. All right, It's Hayden right. Deegan. What, first of all, his shoes are selling on MX Locker for like 700 bucks right now. But number two, my dude cleaned out Jordan Smith in a heat race. And I know there was a nice exchange between some reporters after the race. But, uh, dude, what were your thoughts on everything that took place in that 250 heat race? And my man Deegan just going for it. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of uh, on the fence. Honestly, I respect the kid for battling. You know, he's trying to get up there and prove himself. He's only 17. He's got a long time left in the sport, but he's trying to make a name for himself. I mean, not that his name's not already huge and blasted all over the internet every week, but yeah, I think the the pass was a little bit, um, I guess you could say immature, you know, something that did not need to be done. It was a heat race and it's your teammate for one. Uh, I thought it was an interesting move of him, especially with him looking around and everything, kind of weird. But I noticed too, yeah. I think I texted you about this, but I was watching one of their vlogs from a few weeks back. They were practicing at a sand track him and Jordan actually, and he was faster than Jordan. He beat Jordan in one of their little uh, scrimmage races. So I, I don't know anything, I'm not an insider there, but it seems to me that there might be some beef there, just Jordan being the veteran and Deegan yeah. being so young, so new, his shoes selling for $600. It says <laughs> what people think about him. He's got a lot of fans out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, I just, I, I'm really on the fence. I, I love the rough racing, but I, it was just a weird move for a heat race. Yeah, out of pocket for a heat race for sure. But honestly, man, we will never know what goes on behind the scenes. Like, what if, and a lot of the teams are going to keep this stuff under wraps, right? What yep. if they had some words while they were practicing? What if they're just, they just don't get along? You know, no one says teammates have to get along. At the end of the day, this is a business, right? So yep. who knows what's going on behind the scenes? We will never know the full story. Was it out of pocket for a heat race? 100%. But I mean, at the end of the day, dude, racing's racing. I'm all for less restrictions than more so if you want to clean someone out in a heat race by all means do you but you better be able to back that up in the main right so let's say hayden deegan leaves a door open for jordan smith to come in and smash him dude it is what it is you set that up now of course the team the team management has a responsibility to mitigate that to make sure that the culture is good there's not this clashing and everything going on but yeah. to put a bow on that dude it was out of pocket for deegan it was out of pocket for a heat race but i'm here for it man no, 100%. Yeah, I'm here for the battles. You know, it's it's hard because, you know, Hunter brought up a really good point. Hunter actually stepped in when uh, David Iser from DMXS was asking Hayden about, you know, like the move kind of just almost like implying it was kind of like a dumb move and like, why would you do that to a teammate? And, you know, Hunter stepped up and was like, hey, man, you know, you guys are so quick to, to judge us and to, you know, just everything we do. And Can I touch on this for one second? I think I just wanted to point something out, which kind of, it amazes me. So much of the people on social media where everyone puts their, you know, expertise in, say, oh, the racing back in the 90s, early 2000s, like, they were, where men were men, 
they always talk about how gnarly it was. And then any time a block pass or something happens now, everyone cries about it. It's that's just kind of a bit interesting. It's either you know pick one. You either want the gnarly block passes from ten years ago. And then when you get it, everyone makes a big song and dance about it. So that's my perspective. You know, I think it's uh, it's a bit funny how that works. I agree. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Take what you want. Everyone's easy to point the finger. You know, we're out there making decisions at a uh, split millisecond. You know, people have all month to pay their phone bill and they still can't do that on time. So we're making decisions at, you know such a fast reaction adrenaline you know and and everyone everyone not just saying it for me or hayden or speak for all the guys you know no one's perfect and we're under a microscope out there so uh the media is really quick to point the finger when someone makes a mistake i see that point but it's a heat race and sure there might be bonuses on the line but uh it's just it's not a main event so i just thought it was interesting me too man and like this is why you and and that whole exchange on the uh the press uh, the post-race press, is the reason why you and I are doing this. Yep. I am annoyed, and by, by no means, I didn't even make it past B-class. I know you rode A-class and <laughs> had way more talent than me on a bike. But, yep. dude, I am sick of these guys who have never been on a bike, never sat in the driver's seat of a car, never did anything competitive, yet you're going to criticize those doing the competition. I don't agree with that. And that's why you and I are doing this, man, because we are admitting to the fact that we're outsiders, but we're keeping it fair and unbiased. These dudes with the media passes just have these these corny questions and ways of going about doing things. Who cares? Like, you can tell they really wanted Hayden to trip up and say, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That's my bad. They were trying to make a headline out of him. And this is where I think Brian Deegan's going to be amazing as a coach and a father because he's Mm going to be like, son, they're going to try to set you up. They're going to make you look stupid. They're going to try to do everything they can you know, to, to, to throw you off. And I think he was prepared for it. So to get off that soapbox, I think it was good, but dude, let's talk about the, uh, the 250 main Hunter Lawrence, the kid's a stud, just like his brother, but, um, you know, Nate Thrasher was up there with his injury, man. What were your thoughts on the 250 main? I mean, uh, you can't say it was very exciting, right? It was, it wasn't that crazy. Um, it was kind of fun watching J Mart, um, try to hold off Deegan for a little bit, but yeah, there's not, yep. Not too much, excuse me, not too much happened. Hunter led every lap. Uh, I believe he did the same thing at Indy last weekend. So, yeah, Hunter's just on on his uh, game right now, and he looks like the favorite absolutely to win that title. I, he hasn't really made any mistakes at all. Hasn't gotten bad starts in a long time. I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, with Thrasher's injury, we don't really know where he's at and where he could be if he was fully healthy. So, it's uh, it's been a pretty good season. Uh, good good racing. You know, they have four weeks off. It was nice to see Chris Blose get a fifth overall. It was his best finish of the season. The dinosaur, as you call him, uh, actually got up there. Baby. Mr. The, consistent. <laughs> the field's really thinned out, too, if you look at it. You know, no one's really talked about it, but, uh, you know, Ch- Chance Hymas hasn't been there. I don't know where he's been. Um, yep. A lot of those Phoenix Hana guys are in the top 10, which is cool. So, all in all, good main event. Kind of boring, not super exciting. Um, can't say the same thing about the 450 main event, but um yeah just uh watching hunter run away with this thing is what we're doing i think for sure so i mean dude you know what that throws us right into the 450 so let's run it um tomek tomek's neck injury wasn't really getting a lot of a lot of press i don't think or maybe it was but you know he he admitted to it in the uh i think it was his post-race interview as well dealing with some neck pain or something like that what are your thoughts on what's going on with tomek because uh I don't know if the season's starting to slip, but my man is not, you know, pulling a Ryan Dungey and just checking out. 
oh man, I'm, I'm a little nervous, you know, being a Tomac fan my whole life. Yeah. And I try, you try to, like, obviously we're, we're not in the position to have to be, um, you know, unbiased. Like we can have fans and all that. And I, I love, you know, Tomac's just riding style. And I'm a little worried. He, he just hasn't looked like himself. Um, the neck injury seems like a weird, I wouldn't call it an excuse. Maybe he really does, but it's just a weird thing to wake up with. But I guess that's part of being right. in your 30s, right? He's getting old. Um, but he just hasn't had the, like, the mid-race push that he usually does, toward, in the, especially at the end of the race. He's lucky that he only lost two points this weekend, and it's only you know a three-point gap because he can win and get yep. the play back. But, yeah, not looking good for Eli right now. No, not looking good for Eli, but, dude, um, looking even worse for Aaron Plessinger. Um, that I was pulling for Plessinger hard, man. I really was. And to see him stuff his foot and his foot peg in that rut and just get ejected. But he had the most graceful tuck going into the face of that jump. Um, and I'm sure was stung up and just stunned too. not only just overwhelmed with emotion, but man, Plessinger just getting the shit end of the stick on that deal was a, was a bummer in that race for sure. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard not to cheer for AP with him being so patriotic and hundred percent. I mean, everyone who's American is a fan of AP, you know, no matter what, yeah, absolutely. Well, you put that to the side and he's just a, you know, he's a character and I just like to see him do well. You know, he's had some rough injuries, you know, I remember Daytona a few years back when he messed up his ankle and. It just it just has not gone well for him since he's moved up to the 450 class. We saw him doing really well at Unadillo a couple years ago, battling Ken Roxon for the lead, and he looped out. Like he just has the worst luck. It's not like Sexton level, I don't think. Like Sexton's had some really bad races this season. He's been up there and fighting and just improving every week. Right. Really stoked for the guy. Just uh, one of those things, you know. It's you, I almost think he was probably more focused on just finishing that race than he was anything else, and he just had a foot pad drag and that, that was it. it was over for him so um right. his speed is up there he's riding well he um people were talking about it in a couple other podcasts i listened to uh, today and he really held his own like it wasn't like everybody else was sucking or battling and like slowing themselves up the battles were still going fast everybody was moving forward he just took away so i think he was the best guy last night i think yeah i mean i think he was too and the kid the kid was the kid was cruising and he you he had a big enough gap to the point where it was undeniable and that's why I was I was pumped on it. And like I think he said this in in his uh, in his post race interview too, with the tears coming down his face. He was like, the one time that I wanted to stand up in that rut was when my foot gets clipped, and that was it. So he yeah. knew he knew he made the mistake. It's like, can you only imagine as he's front flipping through the air off the bike, like what's going through his head, knowing that he just tossed the race, dude? It sucks. But like I was pulling for him because uh, obviously, you know, dude's an American hero for Supercross, essentially. <laughs> yeah man that was a, it was literally a heartbreak in his interview like <laughs> i saw so many comments on instagram but literally like who's caught onions in the room in that that moment like that was hard yep. to watch me even being a grown man like holy like i feel for that yeah. guy you know that's that's sad but he, he he's all heart all the time i love that about him i can't imagine the feeling you know it's something that sexton has yeah. definitely been through a lot and he's talked about it in, in his interview too like you know keep your head high you know don't let it bother you because that can bring you down a really dark hole, get thrown away and two laps to go. So, right. Yeah, if I could talk to AP, I'd probably give him a big hug and say, hey, man, do it again next weekend because you got it, buddy. You're good. You're right there. Hell so yeah, close. Then, then just have a beer with him, call it a day because I'm, sure I'm sure he'd love it. But, dude. Yeah. Um, all right. So, let's, let's wrap up the 450s. Cooper Webb, my dude's leading the championship right now. It's pretty thin. Wow. But going back to a previous video we uploaded earlier in the season, dude. Cooper Webb comes out of nowhere, and here he is. What are your thoughts on Coop? 
Yeah, Coop, uh, Coop's being Coop is all I can really say. You know, in yep. his title years, this is exactly what he did. He was just, he was in it all the time. He was ahead of Tomac when he needed to be. He's just, these, these passes he makes blow my mind. The pass he made on Tomac did not even make sense, like with the line that Tomac was taking. The way he went up that inside and just took, you know, cut him off. And it's, it just makes me wonder where he comes from sometimes. But I, I still think he's one of the most mentally tough guys out there out of everybody. Like, put all the speed and everything aside. Like, he's got the mental stuff figured out. It's fun to watch. Definitely. And, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be dangerous if Tomac doesn't get good starts because he's been getting really good starts as of late. And um, he, he's got a good chance to run away with this, uh, the way things have been going. So, I can't say that uh, we necessarily called this, but we did say that it's looking good for him, right? I think I think we kind of predicted this. Yeah. Unfortunately, again, being a Tomac fan, but I, and I like Cooper's riding style. I'm, I'm really, uh, it, it's cool to watch him put this together. He's got, what, like one or two wins now, and Tomac's got five yeah. and leading it's the title. So that's all it takes. Yeah. Exactly, man. And with the rounds boiling down, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to see how everything wraps up too. Especially yep. with with where Roxon's at, you and I have a video coming out about Roxon soon, so guys, stick around for that. But uh, there's especially with Barsha battling up front more consistently too. It's yeah. uh, it's just fun. It's been fun to watch the 450s lately. So uh, we're pumped on that. So guys, but as promised though, if you stuck around to the end of this video, we're going to discuss where we've been and the uh, the lack of videos we've updated. So Chris, you've got a lot of explaining to do, my friend. Uh, what do you, What do you mean? What are we talking about? Are we just here for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, where, where where have you been, man? No, I mean, I know yeah. it's uh, you were doing the mid four hundred out in Vegas, and uh, you've you've been traveling, training, doing all that stuff. So, yeah. dude, how was the uh, how was the Vegas trip? How was the mid four hundred and everything like that? Yeah, Vegas trip was good. You know, my other um, quote unquote full time job is you know I'm a cameraman for a professional ghost hunter and call myself a ghost hunter as well. Um, so we did a bunch of that and explored some cool places. But uh, the mid four hundred yep. is. Um, if you guys have never heard of it, it's the Great American Off-Road Race in uh, Prim, Nevada, just a little bit south of Las Vegas. Look it up, look into it. Four laps of chaos, hell, just brutal track. I've never ridden or driven in anything that insane. Um, I don't even know how to describe it other than it was like 10 hours in the trophy truck and it was, I was sick. That was the, the worst part about it. I had a cold and I was losing my voice and navigating without a voice is not easy. So um, all in all, craziest, roughest course I've ever been on. Most fun I've ever had in a race, and I cannot wait for next year because trophy truck racing is just so different than dirt bikes, and hopefully I can race the dirt bike and the trophy truck next year. That'd be my ultimate goal, but it was a good yeah. trip, and I'm uh, glad to be back. It sucks not making videos and ready to get back on this grind again. I missed it. No, for sure. And guys, like we, we've we been trying to put time on the schedule to get these videos done, and it's just been tough with my schedule doing what I'm doing and everything. Yeah, what you've been uh, doing? Where do, you been? Do, no, man, I've just been uh, been building building some of the side projects that I'm working on, and I do real estate full-time down here in Florida, so thankfully that's picking up too. Mm -hmm. So just life happens. This isn't our full-time job yet, but when it becomes our full-time job, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. But we want to thank you guys uh, for sticking around with us throughout uh, being patient, waiting for that next upload. We are still doing our 1,000 subscriber giveaway, so when we reach that 1,000 subscriber mark, we are uh, giving away a $100 gift card or a uh, rider replica jersey of your choice to um, whichever you prefer. Once we had 1,000 subs, we've already shipped out one jersey. Michael Powell, your jersey's on the way, bro. And then number two, uh, the 1,000 subscriber uh, winner is going to be announced hopefully relatively soon. So feel free to uh, subscribe, guys. doesn't cost a dime, right, Chris? <laughs> it's very free, very easy. It's a, it's a fun giveaway, and it's just something to give back to you guys for, for showing us all the support so far. It's been 
a crazy first month and a half and it's gonna be a long road for us. We're not going anywhere. Even if we take three weeks off, we're not done for good. I promise you that. No, that's it. We're not going nowhere. In the words no. of like the Wolf of Wall Street, we're not fucking leaving. So <laughs> that's uh my God. That's a fact. But Chris, as always, bro, thank you so much for uh taking the time to record with us. And then guys um, be sure to like, comment, subscribe because that giveaway could be yours once we hit that 1,000 subscriber mark. So thanks for sticking around. Chris, give us a wrap up with some final thoughts. Yeah, um, excited for Seattle this weekend. Get ready for that, guys. Could be a soft track if the weather's not good and we get to see the West Coast guys again. Jet is back. Going to be some crazy action. Thank you all so much for all love and support. I'm just grateful to be here, grateful to be filming for you guys. Thank you, Matt, for putting up with my bs and not being around the past few weeks so <laughs> it's hard making these schedules work filming with two people it's not easy so yeah just uh thanks to everybody and there's more coming i promise that's it all right guys thanks so much for sticking around we will see you in the next video